0: Hello everybody. Strange days life is life. Hope everybody's doing well this Friday November 3rd. Sorry about yesterday. I fell asleep. I fell asleep, took a nice long nap, woke up at 9 and I missed the show. <clears throat> We are broadcasting live from Southern California. This is Doc. Let's see here. Again, the number is 951 977 1159. 951 Nine seven seven eleven fifty nine. Okay, I'm still kinda give my stuff up. John, hi, how are you? Good to see you, John. if you have any questions or if you have any stories i'd love for you to call me that's a phone number for you there john 977-1159 go ahead and call us with the questions with um more than not stories we're collecting stories here how's the sound by the way sounds good still trying to get accustomed to how this works so you always see me kind of looking everywhere And I'm also reading stuff in the background, just making sure that I keep the show interesting. Um, (coughs) Initiation of the show was uh, to create something in relation to what Art Bell had. Uh, sort of a, call, a friendly call-in show for you to discuss anything in regards to paranormal, unusual, weird, um, in a manner that's friendly and uh, that anybody can approach. We're, we're a very relaxed atmosphere here. I've had quite a few good calls so far. Uh, this started on Monday and we've been getting some, some good listening um, outside the hours of the live show, which is funny but I'll take it. If you guys want to call, um, call me with some of the weird stories that you may have heard of, somebody may have reported to you. That way we can all have a good time. I had a cool setup on Wednesday, so I'm gonna kinda emulate that here. If you excuse me for a little bit. And if somebody's kind enough to um, just give me a heads up on how the if the sound is okay. I don't want to sound too distant. And I don't want to be, I don't have the music overpowering everybody. But go ahead and call me at 951 977 1159 is the number. Let's see if we can go to some. Uh, You guys ever seen the videos where they show, um, they show cats, a cucumber and the cats freak out. I always wonder why cats are scared of, um, of cucumbers. That's kind of an odd thing to be scared of. Let's see. Music there in the background, cool. Let me see. So this is just from, from, um, from YouTube videos. I don't think there's any strikes against these. I don't think these are, uh, my, um, copyrighted videos. But I'm going to show you. some of those some of those videos cats are <coughs> I don't know why they scared of cucumbers I mean they're totally freaked out I see that guy's doing good so far All right, he passed the test whoa that's odd very odd Daniel, thank you so much. Um, me too. Thank you so much. It sounds great. Uh, yeah, I love the doors, man. I've been a fanatic for since I was little. Um, so yeah, I, I love the doors. <clears throat> thank you for that, Daniel. So apparently they've done some research into why uh, cats are scared of cucumbers. Let's see what it says here. It says, people have been sharing videos of their cat's stream reactions to cucumbers. Um, let's see. With a startled response, a cat will often try to get out of there <laughs> as uh, quickly as possible and then reassess from a distance. Um, an animal behaviorist uh, explained. So, Placing cucumbers near where a cat eats may confuse the cat further, because they often associate those areas with safety and security. Okay, so that's some of the videos there show that they're placing actually that they are placing cucumbers near to the feeding area. Um, the name of the animal behaviorist is Jill Goldman. So Miss Goldman also said that it's possible the cats may associate the cucumber with snakes. Which may be a deadly predator. That, that, that's what I initially um, thought. That they probably think is a snake. Um, but obviously it's not something that I condone. It's its not. This is personal. Uh, it's not a good thing to scare your cats. And most people that I really love their cats. I don't think they're out there for, for, for freaking them out or scaring them. Now this is the odd thing. If a cat's never. Um, thank you Daniel. I appreciate you. If. If a cat has never seen a snake, how are they, like, innately afraid of something they've never encountered before? Isn't that weird? Do they, like, are they born with, um, like, how do they know what a snake looks like if a cat's never seen a snake? Right? Like, how do they know it's a threat? And how do they know a bird's not a threat, and then they go after birds? Is that, like, genetically passed to the cat? It's not taught, obviously. Um, you know, let's say you have a, a cat in Manhattan. I mean, what the chances of them seeing a snake are like slim to none. I wonder why they're innately scared of things. Now I'm gonna post a question uh, that I that I was uh, that I read and that stumble uh, stumbled me quite a lot and made me think for for a few minutes until I kind of came to a some sort of conclusion on on what the answer might be okay this is sort of like a like a strange uh, brain teaser if you will so the question is the following if somebody was born deaf how do they think Somebody who's born deaf, how do they think? They can't think in a language because they've never heard a language. You know, sort of like the audible self voice that we have. Uh, when we're thinking it's constantly going off. But somebody who's deaf and never heard a voice, how do they think? And this is before language, you know, before they have the capability of, um, of understanding language. Excuse me sign language that is before they're able to understand like how do they process how do they process the world pretty interesting I'll see if you guys can come up with any um, any hypotheses on the chat and if I remember towards the, the the end of the show I'll kind of give my two cents into how I think that they they um they're able to 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 process information now another thing that uh i've been looking at on youtube that's fascinating let me see i want to be able to quote the name of the of the person to you so you guys can go check it out because i was like super interesting it was like super interesting um video weird weird stuff you know you're at the right channel for all the weird things <clears throat> by the way so have you guys heard that new the new last well the, the final beatles song and the video i looked i think the video came out today and i looked at it and it was it was cool man they did a really good job if you haven't seen it go to the beatles uh, channel on youtube And look at the uh, the video for the last song that they will ever release very cool stuff emotional you know all right so uh, this guy's channel is T as in Tom M as in Mary A as in Apple R as in Romeo T as in Tom N as in Nancy and the number two is t -t tn 2 again the T as in Tom M as in Mary is in apple r as in romeo t as in tom n as in nancy and the number two now this guy uh plays uh, it's sort of a video game it's um it's called uh, unreal unreal engine i think one second here uh, is it unreal or it might be like a GTA kind of game. <clears throat> the title of the video is I try to convince intelligent uh, artificial intelli- intelligence intelligent artificial intelligent NPCs that they are living in a simulation. An NPC for those of us that that are not gamers stands for a non-playable character and what is that you ask? When you play a game and there's, uh, let's say you're playing a Spider-Man game on the computer, it's very lifelike, you know, you'll see people walking the streets, you'll see cars driving. The people that walk the streets and those driving, those are NPCs, which stands for non-playable characters, right? Those are characters that are part of the game that you can interact with, but these characters are non playable, like you can't choose to be the taxi driver, Or you can't choose to be the guy walking randomly down the street but there are games in which you're able to actually interact with those characters now this guy he holds conversations with these people and he he, he tells them that they're actually characters in a video game and you have to see their reaction i mean it's uncanny and it's scary some of these characters are—they start doubting, um, like, "What are you talking about? That's not true." Um, some of them are start saying that, uh, basically, like they believe that there are people, and and they don't think of themselves as artificial intelligence, which is crazy. It's like this whole simulation theory, but but go watch the. Um, <laughs> go watch the video it's very interesting I mean he has full on conversations with these people and they're like some of them start kind of doubting their existence you know that is fascinating it's like um, basically you know like Neo from the Matrix walking around and speaking to other uh, people inside the Matrix letting him know that they're indeed inside of the Matrix I found that pretty cool and scary at the same time Let's see here. Uh, Daniel Green, on my YouTube channel, I have original songs I have done. I have some supernatural stories that have happened to me. May call in some time. Wishing you the best. Daniel, give me a call now. What better time than now? That's a line from a Rage Against the Machine song, I believe. Give me a call now. We'll talk. Yep, it's from Gorilla, Gorilla, Gorilla Radio. What better time than now? Um, I would love to uh, talk to you, Daniel, to get your um, get your take on, on some of your your stories. I mean, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to interact and uh, get cool stories out to other people. I'll check out your YouTube channel and. Um, if you have any covers of The Doors of uh, Strange Days, I love to use it also in my, in my channel. The the music that I use, uh, it's not The Doors, uh, for obvious reasons that I, I can't uh, obviously infringe on copyrights. And the music I play in the background, uh, the lo-fi music, is actually uh, copyright uh, royalty-free. But in regards to... Um, but in regards to your music if you do a cover of stranger uh well in regards to the music i play sorry it's from a guy that did a, an awesome cover that sounds pretty much like the original uh, john alvarado if we are in a simulation i hope the computer doesn't crash me too i hope the computer doesn't cr- cr- crash uh now um <laughs> if you guys believe in the mandela effect maybe that's uh the mandela effects has to do with the uh, computer rebooting itself right it's probably crashed a few times and then it reboots itself and we have all these mandela effect type things i I don't believe any of that by the way i don't believe that we're in a simulation i don't believe in the the mandela effect i think has a rational explanation um but yeah but that's interesting i hope the computer doesn't crash global reset um Yeah, guys, I know there's a few listeners out there. Don't be shy to call. I I plan to expand the show. Um, You know, I can go on for hours. But uh, for the first few weeks, as I get a a feel of the program, (coughs) uh, I think I'm going to do just an hour. Even though I can talk for longer. But um, we'll just see. I haven't even been on for a week, so we'll just see where, where, where this takes me. Let's see what else we can find in the weird world. And if you're too shy to call, uh, you can also just make, uh, enter comments in the, in the chat, you know, I'll answer those comments or tell us a scary story from, from the chat. let's visit reddit reddit always has weird stuff going on that's pretty gross stuff I'm comfortable with silence. I don't think that I should um, always be speaking. Yes, you know, some of these stories are not pretty freaky. It's not, you know, the, uh, the national parks, um, the strange experiences felt at uh, at national parks are pretty interesting to me. There's one here, but I'm going to try to trim it down. It's a little bit too long, and I don't want to spend 20 minutes reading a story. Um, it's good to go to chat GPT, and trim stuff down you can post a huge story and they'll give you sort of like a synopsis yeah (laughs) I'm sorry guys this wasn't too scary so it's not gonna make the list Hey, uh, George Alexander, uh, excuse me, George Andokser, sorry. Um, Okay, who has some type of paranormal activity to start us off? You do, George, call me. Somebody has had um, unusual things happen to them. I have, I've a lot of stories. Um, Okay, yeah, so John Alvarado Spirit Boxes. Spirit boxes come through quite clearly. Um, Call me, let's discuss what the spirit boxes are, and post my number. 977-1159. John Alvarado asked, uh, he doesn't have a phone handy, but what I think about Skinwalker Ranch and all the crazy things going on there. I saw, um, I've seen a lot of documentaries. In regards to Skinwalker Ranch um, there's some of them that you know that make it seem like that's like Disneyland for the loonies and there's some other documents that they have some kind of strange explanations but are not too far-fetched and that's kind of like the ones that I tend to stick to the most I'm trying to remember where I saw a good one but definitely they had a correlation between um, abnormal um, you know, uh, abnormal and paranormal um, occurrences, and I believe that it was all tied down to the fact that uh, there could have been some uh, interdimensional beings, and also there was a correlation between Native American uh, Native American as, uh, ancestry. I'm getting a call, so. Hello.
1: Hi, how you doing? This
0: is Dan. Dan, hi, how are you, Dan? Good. I was a
1: little nervous to call in because I'm not good at interviews, but I think your channel is cool, and I hope that uh,
0: works out for you. I appreciate it, Dan. I'm, you know, every day um, I get my, it picks up my spirits a little bit more because I get a lot of more interactions, and and so I'm really, I'm thankful. Yeah, this is, you know, I'm I'm very laid back guy. Um, I, I, I try to talk to people, like if you were my, my friend, so there's nothing to be nervous about. I've been on the radio before, so I get the feeling, uh, or I, I've experienced what you have about being nervous, but tell me, some, have you ever had any strange occurrences happen to you?
1: Yeah, I, I've had a bunch of them, but I can tell you one that really stuck out. Definitely. Uh, I get, probably 20 years
2: ago, Okay, I had uh, a hernia surgery. And I was out of work for, like, six weeks. Okay. So I think it was on my third week I was still having, you know, pain. I was laying down in my bed in my apartment, and I was kind of, like, praying to Jesus because the pain hurt so bad. Right. And and uh, all of a sudden something really weird happened. It was,
1: like, the atmosphere in the room, Okay. it was, like, different. It's weird how to explain it. It was like the atmosphere just changed and everything got quiet. And it was like a different, like I was almost going into another realm. Wow. And I heard a loud voice said, pray for something in a really loud voice. Uh Uh-huh. And the voice, it it was almost like something wanted to appear. I couldn't quite see something appearing, but it scared me so bad that I didn't want to pray for anything because it startled me so bad. And I just never forgot it. I thought that
0: that was something I never forgot. So tell me, um, this—you were—you were recuperating at home, correct? Yes. And then uh, you said that prior to this incident, you had been praying. Yes. And then you felt a, a sudden change in the atmosphere. What was it like? A did the did the room get peaceful? Did it get cold? Did it get uh, uneasy? Yeah, it it was like peaceful.
1: It was peaceful, and it was. It's really hard to you know to put it in words, but it was like it kind of felt like
0: like say if you're out in the woods and you hear you know animals and
1: everything. Yes. I'm um, trying to explain it, and then it goes quiet. Oh, I it see. Kind of get that kind of feeling, and S- the uh, atmosphere
0: is like changed. So you had it, like uh, it, you had a, like an like like that eerie silence, like something something's coming out or.
1: Yes, and then the, the room got almost like magna. It was like magnified. It, 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 I can't really, you know, put it into words. But when I heard that voice, and it was almost like it, it was so strong, like it was almost going to appear, but I couldn't see anything, and it st- startled me so bad that I was like, oh, I'm stopping praying now," and I just was there silent.
0: When you for heard, a couple minutes. you heard, you heard then of. Back to normal. You heard that, was it like an audible voice, or was it more like a, like a, oh, no, it was audible and loud. And what did the voice say exactly?
1: It just said in a really loud voice, it was kind of like, it said, like, pray for something, like, really loud. Wow. And it, like kind of went through my whole body. That That's... And it was audible and loud. So that freaked me out, and then I was like, Wow. And I, I, I believe in God because um, I've had other you know things happen to me throughout my life, and I've always had a strong feeling with God and stuff, and that just startled me. So, but, yeah, that was an experience I'll never forget. So.
0: You know the, the 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 great thing about this is that there's um, I'm a, I'm a Christian myself. I've been a Christian since I was 21. Um, there's a lot of Christians. Yeah. There's a lot of Christians that actually call the show. Um, I don't know if it's considered taboo, but you know, there's all kinds of paranormal things in the Bible, right? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. For example, there's some Christians that don't believe in ghosts. And um, I usually go to the Bible and I tell them, listen, when when, uh, when the disciples were on the boat and the boat was about to sink and the ocean was going, you know, the sea of, uh, I believe it was the Sea of Galilee, it was going crazy. And Jesus was coming to their aid. They thought that he was a ghost, right? So that, yeah. that goes to tell me if they thought that there was a ghost, then there is such a thing as a ghost, because otherwise, how do you use that word? You know, they right? Th- right? Uh, there's different theories of, of what, what ghosts could be. They, they can definitely be evil spirits, uh, more likely. Um, I, don't, yeah. I don't I don't particularly yeah. I don't think I don't think they're they're diseased. Um, I don't think there's a, somebody who's passed away because as a believer, you don't Bible doesn't say that you come back. Right. You, you know um go ahead
1: but I, I have strong belief in uh, in God and Jesus you know and uh I am uh, 56 now so I've been around a little bit yeah well and, and I can tell you I had a, a prophetic dream one time and, and this is why I know that that God's real to me please share it I was about eight, year, eight years
0: old share right? share and that you know? I, I, would lo- I would love to hear that.
1: Yeah, I was about eight years old, and I remember crying myself to sleep. I was having trouble as a child at that time. It was nothing, like, real bad, but my mom had just got remarried and stuff was happening, you know? Right. So I, I kind of cried. To, I was crying to God, and nobody in my family was ever really religious,
2: but I just always believed in God for some reason. Sure. And I remember having this dream. I was in this giant golden wheat field, and I could see the wind was blowing,
1: the wheat... Okay. And uh, there was somebody holding my hand, and I looked over, and the person had sandals on and a white robe. And then when I would look up to see his face, I couldn't see his face, but he was telling me that everything was going to be okay. And now that dream, when I was little, always stuck with me. When I think of it, it's just like it happened yesterday. It was so real. That's amazing. So so that's why I believed in God.
0: And then, and then, to prove the the prophetic side of that dream, I'm sure everything turned out to be well, right?
1: Yes, it did. And you know, the funny thing is, is because when I and I think about this now that I'm older, now the funny thing is with the dream that I never knew anything about the symbolic thing in the Bible at that age about the wheat. Right. Jesus talks about to separate the wheat from the chaff. Exactly. So. Having that dream and and looking at it now, what I
0: kind of know about the Bible with the things with the wheat, that kind of makes it more that something really did happen, because, you know, back then in that dream, I didn't know there was any biblical meanings about wheat and stuff like that, so. Isn't that awesome? You connect the dots afterwards.
1: Yeah, so I kind of put that together, and I said, wow, that is, you know, amazing, so.
0: That's great. That's... that's yeah. Okay,
1: I got... No, go ahead.
0: No, 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 go ahead. You were saying you got...
1: And and I just always remember that, you know, I've had uh, a whole bunch of things happen to me through my life and stuff, but I just wanted to tell you a couple things. I appreciate you sharing. There, there's one more thing I can tell you quick, and then I'll let you go and hopefully you get some more callers. The uh, place where I live now, I've been here since 2007.
0: OK. And
1: I've been doing some, some remodeling, right? And uh, I just had my driveway refinished, and I had my yard looking good. OK. And so I took some, some pictures with my phone. And I don't have the pictures of this now because it was from another phone I had, and uh, different phones. And
0: I I'm so sorry. I, I uh, it was my, okay, that's okay. it's my kids, I have to, they're, they're, they, they know I'm, uh, but go ahead, T- tell me um, where I, I interrupt you, I apologize. Oh, that's fine. So I had took some
1: pictures in the summertime, maybe five or six pictures. Okay. From outside, you know, the driveway, and then with my, front of my house with the windows. And uh, after that, I glanced at him. you know, a couple times. And then in the wintertime, I was going back over looking at the pictures, you know, and I kind of happened to like zoom in on some of the windows, the windows and the one
2: storm window. Right. And I could see, I could see two people standing there in the one picture. It was a guy and a girl. And the lady kind of looked like she had her, like a hairdo from
1: like the fifties. Are you serious? And there was a guy When zoomed in there. you could clearly see two people um, like they're looking out at me, and then in one of the other pictures by the window yeah. in the living room, there was an older lady like with a nightgown on. Wait, looking this out the window, and this was in the middle of the winter, and I happened to notice this, and it was about midnight. and I think I was listening to Art Bell at the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. And so I'm, look, I'm looking at that stuff,
0: right? And I'm here by myself, and then I've seen those pictures. And then I started getting scared. <laughs> sure. I, I was like, whoa. Because I felt like when I, I've been here since 2007.
1: Okay. And I've been to houses before where, and I used to think this was normal because I'd lived in older houses,
0: you had like a little bit of paranormal experience or I could sense spirits. Right. And when I moved in here, I sensed
1: a spirit in the back bedroom. Because when I had my dog, he would always like look up like at things Okay. like he was looking at something and uh, one time this is when I first moved in here one time I was asleep my girlfriend was with me and uh, my dog was in the middle and I felt like someone was looking at me and uh, I looked up and there was like a lady with long hair and she had like a rope you know like a bathrobe on Yes. Looking at me like, "What are you doing in here?" I seen that, and it flipped me out. And then, so I just pulled the covers over my head and went back to sleep. So
0: Th- this was this was this was the same home, correct?
1: Yes, the same one I'm at now. Yeah.
0: And then, were you? Do Do you still have uh, the photograph?
1: No, I I wish I did because this happened. The photograph I had was about seven or eight years ago, and I had the pictures of those. And this is a different phone I have now, but I had, I had dropped my phone, oh, and I, was, man. I showed
0: a couple of my neighbors the pictures. I dropped my phone, and it ruined my phone, so I lost um, the pictures. I wonder if you uh, yeah. if if it was an Apple phone. I wonder if that's backed up to a, an old iCloud account, perhaps.
1: I'm not sure. Yeah. If it is, if it would be or not, but I lost uh, that. But uh, like I say, I had sensed, that there was something in here, and then when, when uh, I figured oh, there was like one spirit, but there's nothing really bad bothering me in here.
2: Mm-hmm. So when I seen the picture, the the two people standing
1: there, and then a lady in the living room window. Yes. And on one of the pictures, I got pretty nervous. So
0: <laughs> yeah. Now let me let me tell you, let me. I'm gonna give you a little bit of insight as I hear your story. I want I want I want you to think about this because th- this is pretty trippy itself. Could you imagine that you could have been the ghost for that lady? That lady could be telling. Maybe that lady told lived there in the fifties, and she said, "Hey, the other day I was going to bed, and I saw a guy sleeping in my bed." Right. Like, what if you were what What if you were a ghost to her?
1: You know, I have thought that about because I've I watched other paranormal things, right? Where. Because we're like in two different realms where they can maybe accidentally see you. Yeah. And
0: I would be a ghost to, to them. And, yeah, and vice versa. versa. So let me let me tell you my, uh, I'm going to tell you a little bit of, of how I think the time functions, basically. And, and that can probably explain a little bit on, on, on how uh, how ghosts are, are perceived. I think that um, just like a, as a book has a beginning and an end. Yeah. If you if you if you consider time, as being a book, all yeah. it, everything inside of that book is occurring at one point or it's occurring at the same time. It just depends on what page you're in, correct? Right. So I think that life is the same way. That I don't think time just you know it's linear, and the fact that. There's a today and tomorrow that's still waiting. I mean, there's a tomorrow that's still waiting to be written. I think that the whole book's already been written. Just it just depends on what chapter and what page you're on. So, now how I feel is that when there is a traumatic event, let's say that there's a traumatic event in page 70, right? If you're able, if you're on page 70 of a book and you're able to circle a certain word very, very heavily, that the circle that you make with the pen is you can apply for five or six pages you'll be able to still determine that there was a circle right on a prior page right yeah so i think that that's what a ghostly thing is it will be something that caused a disturbance and in in, in in ensuing pages uh, it, it, it has a potential to be replayed if you will sort of like when we used to record things on vhs and you would be watching a basketball game, but, you know, months ago you had recorded a baseball game, and sometimes it'll go between the baseball game and the basketball game? Yes. I think that, that that those little glitches, I think it's what probably sometimes people perceive as ghosts. And so the fact that she perceived you as a ghost maybe left an imprint for you to be able to perceive her. Or, you know, that that's just my, a little theory that I have.
1: When I looked up and saw her, she looked like angry, like had that look like, what are you doing in my bed kind of
0: thing. Were you able to... And de- that, and that go
1: freaked me out. So I just put the covers over my head, you know, and just tried to... Get, it took me a while to get back to
0: sleep, so... Were you able to determine um, the kind of clothing, maybe the time period that, that, that she was, uh, or it was just too dark, you couldn't really make anything out?
1: more of this time era okay then then the other ladies that i saw the one lady that the picture i had yes she she looked like she had a hairdo from like the 50s kind of
0: yeah and
1: then there was a, a man standing next to her he had like a hat on like smiling
0: what was uh she was kind of looking. she was kind of go ahead go, oh go ahead what year was your home built now it's like in the early 50s it was built okay cool so it could it could have been um so it could have been uh, the, maybe the owners you know maybe 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 it could have been the owners when they first got the house they were happy and they had somebody take a picture of their family in a different window and oh, that just okay. and that just happened to replay for you
1: yeah that that could be because when I moved in here I, I've remodeled everything I gutted the whole inside out put a new roof on right. So I've been remodeling since I moved in here in 2007. And my one neighbor, uh, Bob, he's a retired sheriff. When I had those pictures, I showed him, and he said that looked like the one lady that lived here, uh, Mrs. Bloom was her name. That is awesome. And she said that, yeah, he said that there was another couple that had lived here, because he had lived here since the early 70s. Uh-huh. And he said there was another couple That lived here, there was a guy and a a woman, Their husband and wife. Right. And supposedly, uh, the husband, there used to be a shed out in my backyard. And actually, I tore it down when I moved in here. Because it was all, it it was just falling apart, the shed. And he had told me that uh, the woman that lived here, her husband, had committed suicide.
2: Oh,
0: boy. and,
1: and, And had shot himself.
0: This was the, this was the the woman that, or or this would have been the family that would originally have owned our property, right?
1: Yeah, I'm thinking so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Man, that's, that's a great story. Now, yeah, when you talked about shed, I I immediately, um, you think about sometimes people, they do commit, uh, you know, people commit atrocities or or just weird things in sheds. Um, But that, that's a great story. Yeah, so I, I've had different, you know,
1: different things uh, happen to me through, through the years because I've lived in older houses and
0: stuff. So I, I do believe it in another side. No, me and, too. Uh, and as you said, as, yeah, beli- as as believers, we, you know, we know that there's another side. We have that certainty, right? Yeah, but, um, that's for sure. Yeah, but according to to what I, I believe, that they, they could just be imprints in time that they get replayed. That's all. Yeah, that's
1: especially for here, but you know, like I've always sensed there was like spirits and stuff in here, but nothing ever really bothered
2: me, I just had that one incident right, with, uh, with the woman there
1: standing over the other, I've seen the pictures, but what freaked me out was I sensed there was something, um, you know, in that room, and so, you know, actually even to this day, because uh, my girlfriend been passed away, oh, well, I'm sorry about, about that, about three years now so that back bedroom yes I would sleep back there because she was there and my dogs passed away too but I would sleep there because they were there and it didn't bother me
2: right but uh it's a nice room and there's one bedroom I have it's real nice
1: but I won't sleep in there I keep it clean and stuff in there but I sleep on the couch
0: <laughs> yeah I, I don't blame you I mean it's probably attached to a whole bunch of memories too you know yeah yeah.
1: But I did want to call in, and you know, I I, I would like to see your uh, channel grow.
0: I appreciate you, and, uh, and I thank you.
1: Yeah, and and you too. And the reason I I ended up subscribing to your channel is I always look for old art Bell stuff because I enjoy listening to that. Yeah. And I see, and you had the channel up, and and uh, I had subscribed to it. And then a couple of weeks ago, I was going through my subscriptions, and I seen Strange Days live. <laughs> and then I heard the Doors thing and I go I used to have a a Doors album and it was like I wish I still had the album but I think it was called Strange Days. They didn't make too many copies of it. Uh, yeah, it was a really rare,
0: a rare album Their second album is uh the second album is called Strange Days. Uh and the cover uh the cover of the album has uh like a juggler and a, and an older man playing the trumpet. And it has, um, I think, a couple of like uh, like a, like a strong man. It's kind of like a circus, uh, like a circus people. Yeah, I used to I used to
1: have that album. I I, I had a whole bunch of uh, used to have a whole bunch of doors. Uh, um, so they, they're like one of my top uh, favorite bands. Uh,
0: same here, same here. But, well,
1: but yeah. what what's your name again? I'm sorry, your
0: first name? Uh, Doc. You can call me Doc.
1: Okay. Cool. Well, listen, it was really cool
0: chatting with you. I appreciate you and, taking uh, the step and calling me. See, it was it wasn't that bad, was it? No, not too
1: bad. But like I say, I'm not. I don't. Not very good at interviews. I I, I like listening to people's stories more than calling
0: them. You know? Yeah, but some, somebody somebody is uh, somebody's really gonna benefit from from your story. And if you ever find uh, that photograph, I would love to. Um, I'm gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna create a website, and I would love to place it on the website.
2: of mine and see if we can figure out how to get some of these old photos here but i, I had like uh four or five pictures of some stuff yeah i just wanted to
1: tell you too on my youtube channel uh-huh if you hit if, from the matches i sent to you because i don't know how to send you the link but
0: if you hit the d on there it should take you to my youtube channel What what is your uh what is your what will be your your uh youtube channel
1: um if you said daniel green there's
0: a whole bunch that pop up yeah so if you put if you put uh do a youtube search so you can find my channel oh i got it uh, i got it i'm going to subscribe to you right now i got you here um okay and for the listeners that are out there as well go ahead and check out daniel's channel um you can if you click on uh you right either click or right click on the chat under uh daniel green you'll be taken to his channel uh, it's at Daniel Green dot six six one six, at Daniel Green dot six six one six. Subscribe to him. That way we um.
1: Well,
0: definitely. Yeah,
1: thank you for that. And if you ever want to use, because they're all I've only did uh, I think a couple of covers, but all of my other songs are all original songs. If you, if you want to use any of my songs for any of your radio stuff, if you like any of them, yeah. you're more than welcome.
0: Thank you, Danny. It means a lot. Um, I subscribed right. to you already. And, um, yeah, if you ever want to call, feel free to call back. I definitely will. And I'll be
1: keeping an eye out for you when you do your, your uh, live shows, buddy.
0: Okay, my friend. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Okay, Daniel?
1: You too. Thanks.
0: Okay, Bye-bye. my friend. Bye-bye. That was great. Mr. Daniel Green sharing some awesome stories about um, possibly time slips, ghosts, old homes. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, George uh, also, also thanks you, Dan. So if you're listening, let, let's all, uh, you know, um, subscribe to him. I haven't heard his music, but I'm sure it's good. Uh, try to subscribe to, to Daniel. Yeah, isn't that something? You know, homes, uh, homes are able to hold. Uh, you know, a lot of things happen in the home, so it, it goes without saying that th- there's a lot of uh, activity that that can be registered uh, and maybe replayed, and maybe then that's what we could perhaps perceive as as ghosts. Uh, so yeah, I had a, my uncle. <laughs> funny story. My uncle and my aunt, they had. Um, they had an old 1970s, I always forget the, I, w- I want to say a Datsun, but it wasn't a Datsun. Um, long story short, they had a vehicle that on a few occasions, uh, they would hear either mumbling or speaking from the back seat. Now, mind you, this occurred when they were both in the vehicle. Uh, And it also occurred when, you know, when they were driving by themselves. But the important thing is that it it occurred while both of them were driving. So it wasn't something imagined by one of them. Um, Yeah. And I I distinctly remember the car. I I, I liked the car. It was um, typical 1970s, you know. uh, You know, this is probably uh, post-oil embargo because that's when the cars became small. So it was a a smaller vehicle. Two-door And um i can distinctly remember writing on it and and actually my aunt's uh my uncle's sister ended up inheriting the car and then she would also attest that uh somebody or something was living in in the in the back seat of the vehicle you know all these weird something odd um thank you john john alvarado says that he will subscribe to the channel that's cool now I'm gonna kind of tr- go back uh, since we had a, a call and kind of read through the comments. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff that I that I've missed here. Um, let's see. Somebody made a funny comment that I looked at. It was Ben Masters uh, said that it, <laughs> he thinks that his ex mother-in-law was a Sasquatch. That's funny, Ben. <laughs> Um, George also made that uh, power of prayer is totally real. Yeah, George, I attest to that, and I believe that Dan was mentioning that he had a, an unusual encounter while praying. Regards to the Patterson film, I love the Patterson film. I've seen it thousands of times. There's two films that I've seen hundreds of times, one being the, the Patterson film, Which is awesome to live in this time and age because they've done some uh, really good stabilizations of the Patterson film. And I truly believe that's that's, uh, a Sasquatch or a Bigfoot. There's no way with the analysis that they've done and the movements that is a human being. Uh, And the other film that I'm fascinated by is the Sapruder film. Uh, For all of, you know, for unfortunately, uh, that's a film that captured the assassination of uh, John F. Kennedy. So those both films I've analyzed and I've seen a bunch of times, the Sapruder film and the um, the Patterson Patterson Gimlin film that captures the purported uh, Sasquatch. Uh, Mr. Patterson passed away a few years after the the film was shot, but Mr. Gimlin, I believe, he still makes uh, as a, couple of years ago he was still making appearances in, um he was still making appearances shows he was talking about Bob Gimlin yeah Bob Gimlin was still making appearances and having uh, little tours and discussing about uh, you know being uh, an eyewitness to to this sighting let's see yeah I'm sure you can um, do some search about Bob there's, there's a looks like a healthy 70 year old let's see what else we got was well, we're getting close to, we're getting close to the end of the, the top of the hour and um ...for these first initial shows... ...until we start building more of an audience... ...and then still we, we start getting more people to call... ...I think I'm going to... ...I'm going to just go for about an hour... ...or I should say I am going to go for an hour... ...and as time goes by... ...and the shows gains more traction... ...and we get more listeners... ...I, I can be on all night... ...literally... ...I'm a night owl... ...so... Uh, ...spread the words to your friends... Uh, ...what I've noticed is that there's a lot of listeners... To the show, once I go off. So not a lot of people don't don't tend to listen to the show while it's happening, but they do listen to the playback. And um, and I appreciate that. You know, we've had a let me see how many shows I've had. So October 27 was a test run that has almost two hundred views. So about yeah, averaging about two hundred views. Which is good, and um, you know, all the thi- all things in life start little, right? And they gain traction. So I hope to make this a fun show, a safe show, and a respectful show. Thank you, George. Uh, thank you for all the listeners tonight, and um, tune in tomorrow. I think I'll be either or probably stick around. Maybe I'll try it a little bit earlier. I try it at six o'clock or, or seven. But I'll be I'll be here tomorrow. Hopefully I don't fall asleep like yesterday. But I, I was tired yesterday. I just knocked out. Um. Yeah, guys. I'm gonna sign off with my. With somebody's rendition of Strange Days here. Thank you, Daniel. How you guys? God bless you guys. Have a wonderful night. And um, God be willing we can be back tomorrow.
2: night. No.